Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and you have entered into the fix. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and it is so good, so good to be back in front of the microphone sharing with you my experience, strength, and hope. Again, thank you so much for your continual outpouring of uh, support and communication, and I hear from so many of you. So, you know, whether you find me through recoveryguy.org, the major podcast channels, uh, recovery underscore guy on Instagram, the Recovery Guy on Facebook, no matter how you find me, I'm so glad that you do. And I try to make myself so available to you through DMs, through my cell phone, my email address. If there's anything that I can do for you along your recovery journey, uh, I need to know what that looks like so you and I can communicate and get on a path to wellness. Or if you're already on a path to wellness, Uh, Let me help you solidify your position. Uh, It's what I do for you because it's what I've learned to do for me. And there's so many resources, so many availabilities. Uh, My daughter, Carol, over this last weekend told me about a great book I just ordered called Willpower. And it's uh, self-control versus um, self-esteem and just different concepts. So I'm really looking forward to reading that and I'll be sharing that with you uh, in in the weeks to come. Uh, You know, doing these podcasts, I always try to come up with something that's creative and catchy, but also has a depth and and substance for you um, because we all want to grow, right? Um, if If you know uh, much about of what we do at Recovery Guy. Our our motto, our main theme is from broken to whole. Uh, I I believe it's been my experience, and I and I've had an opportunity to work in so many different um, forms and professions throughout my career. Always working with others, uh, from a DUI counselor to a um, medical model to a dual diagnosis to social model recovery. Heck, I was in the restaurant business for years with with scores of employees and learning about life and leadership and challenging and, and helping people become the best that they can be so they can provide the best that they can provide. And one of the things that I have learned along the way in recovery is that everyone who comes into recovery and every life-changing opportunity has one common challenge. Do you, do you think we're that common or, you know, as I uh, previously had a podcast and it was called uh, Death by Terminal Uniqueness. I really believe that there is so much more about you and me that is common that our differences could ever be. 
And this is one of those things, regardless of what we are looking to grow in and overcome, this challenge, this one challenge, I believe, is a constant. The one thing we all must do is just stay. Just stay. Since we didn't get here to our to our current condition or when we come into recovery, since we didn't get to this place overnight, we aren't going to get where we want to go overnight. The good news and the bad news is the same. It's kind of like aloha, right? It means hello and goodbye. There is no quick fix. I don't want to burst anybody's bubble or 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 damage your expectation. But there is no quick fix. And that's the bad news. The good news is there is no quick fix. It's kind of like a a recipe. You know, I can go ahead and and get all the ingredients out of a box and and sort of uh, add water and mix it together. And, and that might get it done. But I think when I use all the different ingredients, as someone who loves being in the kitchen, trust me, I love being in the kitchen and just exploring different recipes and opportunities and different things that I can create and flavors and elevate here and, and, and make things work together over there. Uh, I learned so much more by getting a group of ingredients together and see what works and doesn't work. I'll never do good on Chopped or Beat Bobby Flay or Iron Chef America, right? But I but I enjoy that because I enjoy watching different things come together. And, and I'm so glad that they told me a couple things early on. You know, they said, Bobby, don't uh, leave five minutes before the miracle happens. Just stay. If there's anything that you can do, just stay. Don't go anywhere. You know, staying is hard because we don't know how. But again, since there is no quick fix, the ability to remain is as powerful as anything that we could do while we remain. Because if we tried to do the things that we need to do in recovery in an environment that wasn't conducive to recovery, how well do you think we would be? Or how long do you think we would do them? Again, drawing off that Gandhi quote about life being one indivisible whole, we can say, I can't do what's right while being in an environment that is contrary to that being right. 
because actually I'm doing something that's not consistent with what I say I want to do, it, it, it won't mix. It might, if you shake it up, it might appear to be congealed or, or mixed, but when you, when you let it settle, it separates because they don't blend. They don't go well together. I really believe that what I do and the fact that I just stay while I do it, they are dependent upon each other. Whether or not you just stay will likely determine if you get well. And here's my example of that. And it's very personal to me. It's, it's the most personal thing that I will share with you. You, you all know of my failure uh, as, as a husband and as a father to uh, Sue and, and my daughters, uh, Kathleen and Carol. I was such a failure that I'd left them. Sue was a remarkable wife and so patient and so kind and so caring. And yet I was such an addict, such an alcoholic, such a person with such deviant behavior that a person can only take so much. A a person will only allow a person to leave so many times. And then in, in in, in the life of my daughters, when they were very young, I was so twisted. I was so hurt. I was so harmed. I was so damaged that staying, just staying there, I couldn't do. I was thoroughly convinced that my little girls would be better off without their father than with their father. And so I left them. As painful as that was for them, Uh, I did not know how to stay. So then I, I got sober and clean. And it was so hard for me to remain in the meetings. Again, if you, if you know much of my story, you know how damaged I was when I came to recovery. Pornography. I went to Gamblers Anonymous. Gamblers Anonymous before I ever went to an AA meeting or into treatment. So addicted to drugs, alcohol, pornography, gambling, compulsive overeating, and bulimia. I couldn't stay anywhere on any level, physically or emotionally or spiritually or psychologically. I was like Mr. Toad's wild ride, going in a different direction at the same time. It was unbelievable that I survived. You know, and if you ever wonder what my center of gratitude is, it's those very things. I'm I'm amazed that not only did I not die from my condition, but I never killed anyone, as I would say, going through the, the intersection, and I would I, I call them the, the the Jones family of five. It's my generic term for that family that is innocent, that gets T-boned in the intersection by a crazy drunk driver. 
you know, I used to drive stoned on LSD and mescaline, like stoned, like totally tripping, you know, smoking so much bud and drinking. And I was so polluted and I would drive that way. And the fact that I never killed anyone totally blows my mind. The the gratitude I have for God's mercy in keeping me, I go into prisons and institutions and the fact that I get in and I get out, it's never lost on me. When I go into a correctional facility and after they know who I am, right? They know who I am because I have my 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 uh, my privilege my 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 prison card, right? So they know to let me in. And then, <laughs> do you ever get that feeling that they're going to figure out who you are while you're there? And they'll come up and say, you know, hey, Mr. Pardon, we know we let you in and you had clearance to get in, but we just realized we can't let you out, right? And 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 I will never get over being able to leave. And, you know, I learned all these things because I just remained. Getting back to the failure I was as a husband and father, Laura and I just had a remarkable week. My daughter Frankie came into town with our two granddaughters. Frankie is a daughter that I didn't meet until she was 19 years old. And now she's this beautiful, wonderful woman with two granddaughters for me, right? And and I get to appreciate and enjoy them. My daughter Kathleen and her husband John and my two grandsons with her and my daughter Carol and 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 the children I have with Laura, uh, Rob and Sarah Jane and their spouses and 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 the four grandchildren that they give them. I mean. It was an unbelievable week. I mean, it was crazy, good, celebrating. It was very tiring, but it was an unbelievable week. And and I believe that I achieved that because I decided to stay. All things, I believe, will come back to us if we just learn how to remain or to stay. Now, of course, we have to do other things along the way, but if we don't stay, how do we know what can occur? You know, and this is the carrot, right? This is the carrot on the stick. If I stay and it gets this good doing what I'm doing, right? So it's not just osmosis. Please understand, I'm not an osmosis kind of guy. I believe that there's a chapter in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous called Into Action, right? Chapter five is how it works. And chapter six is is into action. That's not by accident, right? This is how you do it. Now go do it, right? And so, so just, but, but if we don't stay, then what we do, I mean, I'm not going to do the things 
that caused me to recover and get well while, while I'm in relationships that are contrary to wellness, right? So all these things have to come together. But if I don't stay, I stand no chance. You know, staying also lends itself to quantity. And Brian Suits, KFI, radio talk show host, A Dark Secret Place, and a super fantastic Sunday or whatever your show is on Sunday night. If you're not listening to Brian, you're missing the boat on so many things. Anyway, I digress. He says there's a certain quality that quantity has. Isn't that cool? There's a certain attachment that quantity has to quality. So just by staying, because we're not a people who could stay anywhere. We were always uncomfortable in our own skin. I never felt right about who I was, where I was, what I was doing, who I was with. There was, there was always something wrong. So to learn how to stay is monumental for you and me. And I'm going to get a little personal here, but I really think even my relationship with my daughter, Carol, is so, uh, is, is so, such a great example of this. She decided to stay in pursuit of a relationship with me and was willing to overcome challenges and things that things that I had done in terms of abandoning her and, and ignoring her and being inconsistent in her life. But she decided to remain in the relationship and to, to see what would happen if she was willing to stay while she did the things because she saw me staying as well. We, we decided not to give up on each other. And today, Carol and I, we're like poster children for father and daughter restoration. It is unbelievable. And she won't mind me sharing this with you because she's an open book anyway. But she is one of the most healthy people I know because she decided to stay and to, and to go through what she needed to go through and do what she needed to do to become well and become healthy. And I'm so proud of her. But this is the power of just staying. They would say, again, don't leave five minutes before the miracle occurs. I remember in the beginning, I literally had to hold my chair. I mean, literally, not just figuratively. I remember being in a meeting and I was so afraid because I was going to be found out, right? Found out to be a liar, found out to be afraid, found out to, to be uh, scared, found out to be alone, found out to be just this failure in life. And when you're about to be exposed, that, 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 that fleeing, right? That flight, 
takes over and you just go and and you go get high you go do something negative because staying is not an option right when when the going gets tough the week get going and that's that's who i was and i remember early on in meetings just holding onto my chair because i knew if i left i would die i i if there was anything i knew about me it was how destructive I was. When I did that first step and I understood how powerless I was over my addiction and how unmanageable my life had become, I knew enough of that to know that the only chance I had was to stay. And that's why in recovery, in, in even religion, is to keep coming back. In AA meetings, most all 12-step meetings, some, uh, some, some version of this, it's that keep coming back, it works, right? We stay, you know, that 90 meetings in 90 days. These things are true because staying is so powerful. Staying will determine. Even the conversation I had with my daughter Kathleen this morning before her and her family left back to uh, uh, to Las Vegas. I thanked her so much for just staying in pursuit of our relationship. Staying is not just a physical commitment. We stay emotionally. We stay spiritually. We have to learn how to stay mentally, right? So we have that physical, that emotional, that mental and that spiritual staying. Again, going back to being in alignment, we need to stay in all of those areas because any area where we flee in will affect the other area that we're trying to stay in. And eventually we'll leave. We won't stay in those other areas because each one supports the other. Like how stable would a building be without one of its corners, without a cornerstone. If you have three cornerstones, the stability of the building is likely to be lost. So we stay, we remain. We learn to do the things that we need to do, but we stay while we learn them. And and to just close everything up and put everything together for you. This last week is the reason that I decided to stay. Not only do I have this incredible marriage with Laura, we've been together over 32 years now and two wonderful children together and now and now four grandchildren. And we just found out that, that our adopted granddaughter, uh, she is now pregnant and she is a Somali refugee and her name is Nazarena. And we just found out that she is our adopted granddaughter and now she is going to have a baby and I get to be a great grandfather. But all of this occurred by staying. I stayed long enough to get clean and sober and to become well. 
Along the way, I decided to stay and I met Laura. Along the way, as I was trying to reconcile with my dad, I stayed long enough to when he died, we had all the closure we needed. I stayed long enough to learn how to be that husband and that father that I was a failure at in my addiction and to raise Sarah Jane and Rob. And now they've given me grandchildren and an incredible daughter-in-law and son-in-law. And I remained long enough to begin rebuilding that relationship with Kathleen and Carol and to have Frankie introduced into our life uh, when she was 19 and now the two grandchildren there. You get it. Had I not stayed, I would have not experienced this. And my story isn't the only one. Remaining, just staying, is the most powerful thing we can do because it allows the power, the other powerful things we are doing to have a place to live. I hope this has encouraged you. I hope this will make a difference in your recovered life, in your journey. Please stay. Don't go anywhere. Don't leave five minutes before the miracle happens. Don't give up on that relationship. If it's, if it's worth having, it's worth staying for. And find yourself along the way. Enlist others who can help you. If I can be of encouragement and service to you, please reach out to me. Please go to recoveryguide.org and the many podcast channels you can find us on. Please find me on Instagram, recovery underscore guy. Please go to the recovery guy on Facebook. My cell phone number is there. My email address is there. You can DM me. You can message me through Facebook messaging. I want to be so reachable. You know, if, if there's anything I've learned in recovery, and I will quote my late great sponsor, Jack, the last thing Jack said to me before he died of cancer a year and a half ago, I said, Jack, is there anything you want me to tell them? And Jack died with 44 years of personal recovery. I said, Jack, what do I tell them? What do you want your message to be? And he said, Bob, tell them it works. So that's what I'm going to tell you. Coming from a man who knew how much it worked as he would as he came out of the Nevada Correctional Facility 44 years prior to that and he said, "Bob, tell him it works." And I will tell you, if you decide to stay, then I can help you learn what to do while you just stay. So I just need you to stay and reach out to me and reach out to others. And we will tell you what to do while you just stay. And as it says in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, great events will come to pass for you and countless others. I love what it says after the promises. It says, are these extravagant promises? We think not. And I want you to experience 
what I am experiencing in this moment in restoration, reconciliation, being reinvented, all the wonderful things that come along to us in this life of recovery. Please continue to re, uh, support this recovery mission, recovery movement by, by going to patreon.com forward slash recovery guy or at Robert hyphen pardon hyphen three at Venmo for one-time donations. Help me help others as we go through this journey of recovery together. And as always, my name is Robert. I am the recovery guy.